0: Good morning, everybody. Hopefully, you're having a great day. We'll get your day going even better with the daily dose of DSD. Hey, I did that on, on the fly. Today's topic is going to uh, be a response to a question that came up the other day about when you, f- on, a, on a particular issue, you you fight or not fight. So we will come to that shortly. If you want to sign up for the text notifications, you can do that by texting DSD Live to 844 598 12 And that will get you on the SMS notification list. <laughs> excuse me. Uh, you know, I, I might have to redo my my it my uh, my slides and revamp everything. So excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, if you guys, anybody wants to call in, let me know and I can turn that on. Currently it's not on because every time I'm into it, it charges me money. So I <laughs> have to be careful about that. All right, let's dive right into today's topic. And that is today we're going to cover a comment that I received from Shane. I think it was well, 16 hours ago from the time I took this screen capture. It says, DSD, I have been divorced for six years now. I never wanted to bring things to family court, but feeling like I do not have a choice. My ex is continuing to violate court orders and manipulate my children. It's at a point where she's unilaterally trying to make major medical decisions on her own or behind my back. Any thoughts? Yes, I do have thoughts on this. And and you really, when you're stuck in this quandary, You really have to take a step back and look at what exactly the question and the concern really is. I used an example yesterday about the the gentleman whose ex unilaterally decided to switch schools and they freaked out. They went back to court and then ultimately the comment came back that, uh, well, I didn't even care if they went to that school anyways. It was just I was mad because they made that unilateral decision. And they can't do that, so I'm going to fight it. Remember, these people, hold on, let me do this. These people love the chaos. They need it. Sometimes them doing this crap is to create chaos and getting you to engage. Now, here's where it gets complicated, Going back to Shane's comment, unilaterally trying to make major medical decisions on her own or behind my back. What decision is, is being made? You know, I mean, and you have to make a determination of what is worth fighting, So then it gets more nuanced and complicated. Now, let me just say something simple. Let's say the scenario is this. The ex has scheduled the child for an annual physical, but they didn't tell you. Technically, that's a violation of a court order. Is that really worth going back to court for? Is something happening that, you know, is isn't really moving the needle. And, and the sad reality is, as I'm saying this, it, it's, it's rough because it's nuanced. Meaning, I can remember back at the time when my ex was doing that, it was really irritating me. I didn't have the money to go back for contempt of court. If I did, I probably would have. Because it was really frustrating that she was not following the court order, that she was unilaterally making decisions. But technically, it wasn't anything, you know, it wasn't like, you know, little Timmy decided he doesn't like his arm. So I've scheduled him have arm lop-off surgery. You know, that's a different story. I guess I'll say California recently, just to throw this out here, Uh, has passed, as I understand it, the House and the Senate passed in California, a new bill that the governor did sign that said a non-affirming parent immediately loses custody of their child. And if both parents will not affirm the gender of choice, then uh, the child will go to the state. Reason I bring that up is let's say hypothetically you are in California and your ex has says little Timmy wants to be little Tammy and you're wanting to stop that you have to understand the scenario, the situation you are in and in California if you took that to court they would solve that issue by making sure you had zero time with your child. And you would not be able to have any say into it. So it's nuanced. You have to understand what you're dealing with, what the thoughts are, and if it's can you fight it, can you fight it? And unfortunately, I would say in most scenarios, depending on what the underlying comment is on this, is it worth it to to, to uh, fight it? I guess it depends on which side you're on. Let's say hypothetically you want to, you know, see. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of a scenario that would make sense to fight. And. You know, I, maybe vaccinated, excuse me, vaccinations would be something, you know, like if your ex is like, you know, no vaccine, we're not doing anything, no, no immunizations and you're against that. But even still, it's like, you know, is it worth it to fight it? Honestly, on the medical side, it's annoying I I can't see many scenarios where it would really be worth it because are you really going to move the needle? You're going to spend thousands. Let me back up. If you have to hire an attorney and you can't represent yourself, you're going to spend thousands upon thousands of dollars. And then what exactly is the outcome that you're hoping for? What is the outcome that you can expect. Obviously, the outcome we're hoping for in this scenario is they are, well, 3-3. Three, three. First one would be hoping for I'll be generous. Hoping for is that the person realizes they're not being, you know, they're they're being an ass. They need to start playing correctly. They need to start co-parenting and everything just starts working you know swimmingly that's not going to happen but you know okay next scenario would be you crush them the court goes oh my god this is horrible we're immediately switching all decision making to the other per- to the other parent and this is over i swear to god it seems like the only time that happens is whenever it's the, 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 the narcissist wins. And then finally it blows up in your face and they're like, you know what? You're a pain and you're causing too much chaos and trauma. What the other parent is asking for and doing is reasonable. So we are just going to give them full decision-making. So you just don't have to worry. You're a pretty little head there, sir. And they'll just take care of it. So it's, it's tough. It is, it is a tough one. So my thoughts are, to go back, <clears throat> finish this comment up, and I'm sure we'll have other people commenting on this. So, DSD, I've been divorced for six years now. I never wanted to bring things to family court, but feel I don't have a choice. My ex is continually violating the court order and manipulating my children. It's at a point where she's unilaterally trying to make major medical decisions on her own or behind my back. Any thoughts? It. It's going to be, you need to take a step back and really ask yourself, what decision is she making and would you agree with it? And then, you know, you have to decide if it's worth the fight. My gut feeling right now, it's probably not worth the fight. Depending on the nuances. Again, that's the complicated part of it. You know, if Shane watches this and provides an update and doesn't pop on the live show, um, I can try to readdress this again tomorrow. My take on it right now would be take a breath. Call the doctors and make sure that you're included on what's going on. Don't call them and say, you know, you need to tell me, you know, just say, hey, you know, little Timmy. Uh, some stuff's going on. Just wanted to find out what's going on. Um, you know, just so you know, it's joint joint, um, 50, 50 custody. I try, was trying to get some information on what's going on, you know, and I'm calling you to find out because it seemed like it was weird. Now, hopefully they won't turn around and tell you, uh, you know, just ask your ex. I don't have time for this. Um, but you have to ask it in a way to where don't, don't, don't. Try to drag them in the middle of it like, you know, my pain in the butt, X won't communicate anything and yada, yada, yada. yada. I mean, don't do it that way. Just be like, hey, what's going on? Trying to get some information, a little confused. um, Just want to get some clarity and see if they will talk to you about it. Let me see what everyone else is saying about this. Because I'm sure this is an issue that we all end up having to deal with. So I will start, uh, go, let me hit a marker button. Tumblr says, good morning, DSD. Good morning to you, sir. Miami Babe says, yay, text notification working perfectly. And I hit the right button today. So that worked. <laughs> Ted says, contribute to the Dwayne's Technology Fund. Uh, it was weird. The problem today is I popped out my chat and I normally put it on my screen and I couldn't short, I couldn't make it smaller and it was overlapping. It was just something wasn't right. It was weird, 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 very weird. Tim, <laughs> does anyone know where the reference for that is? Just, just curious, put it in the comments below. Uh, Tim says, morning, morning to you, sir. Tim says, or Ted says, I waited very patiently for the stream to begin. And technically I think I was only a couple of minutes behind. So I think this was probably the closest to starting at six that I did today. So getting better. It only took me four days. I guess four days to be better. Uh, Technically, I don't think I've started on time yet. Tim says daily, uh, daily special dose. There you go. Outstanding. Uh, Wise says uh, text notification went fine, but YouTube didn't toss you on my list of folks streaming today. YouTube, you're against us. You're against me. Wise says, unless you can get many doctors agreeing that the decision negatively impacted the child, you're likely going against an uphill battle. That You know what, Wise, I appreciate you saying that because that's exactly what I was trying to say and you said it very succinctly and clearly. If, if, if it's not something that, that is a winning position... It's, you really, you know, opening up that door and walking into family court. It's, what are you hoping, like I said earlier, what are you hoping to accomplish? Old Shawnee says, uh, it's the vile, uh, is the violation of the court order going to interfere with the relationship or the best health of your child versus the hassle and pain of having to go to court to fight the situation? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I, you know, it, it, it's <clears throat> for the most part, well, let me pause for a second. This is exactly what these people do. They find, you know, find ways to try to create chaos and, and get you to react. It's incredibly frustrating my, mine did the exact same thing mine was unilaterally making decisions the only thing that i actually pushed and i didn't we were technically not were we divorced yet I'm trying to remember i think it was in the early part so i don't think that it we we were divorced yet and we were switching therapists and I knew in my mind, I knew the ex was was therapist shopping because they were she was trying to find someone who would say, "Oh my god, the ch- the children are scared to death of their daddy, and they need to have a full custody with me." and you know f- they she was doing it for a tactical advantage. And I remember, you know, we were trying to find a new therapist, and she did this unilateral thing, and probably the mistake she made. Trying to play the game, as she texted me on her way, you know, Dwayne, just to let you know, I'm taking little Timmy, all the little children to to. I think it was just for our son at the time. Yeah, it was just for our son. Taking little Timmy to the therapist, you know, this is who it is. Whatever, it's like you know, um, and I'm like, the hell you are. Now, I was worried again that she had that she had shopped therapist. And was looking for somebody to give her an advantage in court, I, and I'm I'm convinced that's what was going on. So I called the guy, and I'm like, "Hey, Mister Smith, Doctor Smith, whatever. Heard my child has an appointment with you. Curious what uh, you know what was said. You know, oh yeah, you know, little Timmy's coming down, yada yada. You know, mom has full custody. I said, uh, no, she doesn't. It's a uh, you know, joint, physical joint. Actually, maybe at that time, maybe it was 80-20, but it was still joint legal. And I'm like, so technically, if we don't agree, you can't see, you know, both parents don't agree, you can't see little Timmy, right? He's like, yeah. And I said, okay, well, what's your experience dealing with high conflict, you know, custody disputes and, uh, you know, high conflict divorces? And he's like, uh, and I'm like, okay, well, I don't feel comfortable with this. So, <laughs> so he called and canceled the appointment. She lost her mind. But I didn't do that through court. I did that with the person, right? Um, and I was, like I said, at that moment, I was worried that, uh, I mean, I knew that she was building the narrative that I was a scumbag, that uh, you know I was a danger to the kids. I was going to murder people, um, all that stuff, abusive, you know, it, 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 all that crap. Probably, <clears throat> excuse me, probably had my kids been younger and unable to effectively communicate, she probably would have went down the other silver bullet that they love to do. I thank God that didn't happen. But, uh, you know, but if I would have fought that, if I would have taken that to court and filed a motion and all that stuff, it, in that particular scenario, well, we, you know, it was already, even I think in the temporary orders already set up that the, you know, the kid should see a therapist as needed and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, was it a violation I think it would have not helped me. I think it would have hurt me. So picking the battles is really important, and not getting caught up into you know you can't do this, and I'm just going to fight it because. So, iTumblers ads. It's if it's a major medical decision that you that you disagree with, and it happens persistently go for persistently that's the point in other words being able to show a consistent track record that they are doing this go for contempt request to change medical decision making and request the court uh, cr- request the court basically that the ex pays your attorney fees see that that right there is if you can you, you, that's a good approach because then you're, you're upping your chance that you're upping your chance for success. You have a valid argument. You've let it happen enough times to show the trend. You can demonstrate that you're being forced to go back to deal with this because the other person is doing this. It's, but again, make sure that the, with, with what, um, kind of what old Johnny road was saying, going back, you know, I mean, is it, is it in the actual best health of the kid? And then someone else had said, why is it said, you know, are there other doctors? Do you have experts who are going to say that the decision that's being made is a bad one? And it's not great for the kids. And you have to have a realistic approach at this. You know, I mean, the courts, I think we all understand that the courts really don't give a crap about us. And when we walk in there, they're just looking at it like, okay, what do these knuckleheads want now? So, anyways. Scrolling through. Miami Babe says we fought to send the kids inpatient. Um, if I remember correctly, they were having some serious med or mental health issues. Mom wasn't really dealing with it. And uh, but again, that was one of those things where I think they had an or you had an argument that was sound. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like, okay, really, why are we here? you were able to articulate why it was important for the kids to have this support. Old Chani wrote says annoying as heck for the ex not informing you of medical things with the kids, but as long as they are healthy. Oh, way you put that. I mean, what mine would do is she would take, Oh, I laugh now. It wasn't funny back in the day. Cause I was also broke. That was back in the time when I had like, You know, with my budget, I had like an $80 buffer for the month, two paychecks, $80. So any extra expense was catastrophic. And what she would do is she would take them to the doctor. She wouldn't even tell me, right? She would take them to the doctor, not pay the bill, not pay the copay, and then wait for it to go to collections. So months, and then write my address on her address to the point, or even to this day, it shows I lived at her house because you know she basically made it look like, oh well, he doesn't live here anymore, he lives over here now. So they added her address to my tax, my credit rate report, and I can't get it off. Uh, that was annoying, and it was annoying, right? Because then I'd get these these, these angry bills coming in saying, you know, you need to pay. And typically it was either right at or above the buffer. And, uh, you know, I mean, it was, it was not good. And the, and the only way I dealt with that is I took her to small claims court because I didn't want to go f- to family court because I figured she was trying to get me back into family court. Plus I didn't have the money for it. And then I sued her for, uh, her part of the medical bills that she didn't pay. That was fun. And technically, I i don't know. It depends on how you look at it. I i didn't get the money I wanted, but what I got was a stipulated another stipulated agreement saying she would follow the court order. And she did until our son turned 18, and then she's like, I can no longer pay. I've lost child support for one child, so I can no longer pay half of the bills for the other kids. I'm like, you? fucking piece of shit uh i didn't even go back for it i used to calculate it i think she i think when i stopped calculating it she owed me over a thousand bucks but again at that point in time i had gotten to the point where it's like my sanity wasn't worth the cost of fighting with that so i didn't did she get away with it yeah absolutely You know, does she still try to stick her bony little old wrinkly finger into my eye? Absolutely. Excuse me, I hit my button backwards. So, I mean, it's just one of those things. It's just you got to be really careful of not getting pulled into the pit of despair with these people because that's exactly what they want and being very methodical and thoughtful about what you decide to do next. Man, I'm all flimmy today. Sorry. Luckily I have a mute button. M says, DSD, I need tips on reducing anxiety when court is over. My son is 15 and I was in court since 2018. Okay, so I need tips in reducing anxiety when court is over. Now, I don't I'm not entirely sure if you say like when court was like, you know, you had court yesterday and you're still stressed about it. Or when it's completely over your child's 18 and this is done, you don't have to worry about it. It's that's a tough one because it's one of those things. See, I'm trying to remember back. I'm remembering back to the old days whenever I had complex post traumatic stress disorder where I would freak out. If I saw a car, I would freak out. You know, going to the mailbox, like when I was just talking about those, those bills. I mean, I, I got so, it was giving me anxiety to go check my mail because every time, <clears throat> excuse me, every time something came in, it was a catastrophe. And you just, for me, I just had to learn to let it go, to make my peace with it. Because the stress was killing me. You know, am I, I, you know, you're you're talking about, I I mean, I can fully empathize with what you're talking about. You know, I, I saw someone else had a comment asking about my other issue I'm dealing with. Um, You know, I have this low level of anxiety about this upcoming, upcoming court thing, primarily because I can't get the, the service notify or whatever back from the service provider. So I can file it. So I don't technically know if my hearing date is is accurate or if I'm gonna have to push it back. And if I push it back, am I gonna have to refile everything and resubmit it, repay a bunch of money? <clears throat> you know, this thing's cost it's starting to get expensive. Um, uh, you know, and at the same time, I've talked which because I'm dealing with this, I've talked to some attorneys about uh uh dealing with the alimony stuff and I have a way forward on that, but that's going to be more court and stuff. And I'm just, it's crazy because had this other lawsuit not happen, I had no desire to deal with court. I was fully expecting to roll into this post 18 post family court thing and just kind of enjoy some minimal chaos and just kind of relax get back into a groove, try to restart my life. But these motherfuckers won't stop. (laughs) You know, it's like, you're not getting away. The fucking hand at the, you know, at the end of the movie comes out of the ground and grabs a person and pulls them down. And it's like, oh, my God, really? You know, and they're forced. And I'm trying to make it uh, interesting You know, it's like, okay, well, all right, I'm being forced through this. So how do I emotionally detach enough from it to where I can kind of be like, oh, this is an interesting process. It's like a new hobby. It's just, I don't want to deal with it. So I don't know. I don't know if that was very uh, clear or maybe that was just confusing. Anyways. So M, it's just going to take time, you know, um, I would say like the way I'm dealing with it, going to court, it's like having a realistic expectation of what may or may not happen, being mentally prepared for it and, and accepting it. So, and that's not easy to do. It is not easy to do. M goes on to say, if, if I could go back in time, I will, no, don't ban that person. I would go, okay, let me try that again. Cause I hit the wrong button. If I could go back in time, I would do things so differently in my court case. That right there, Em, I have heard that comment over and over and over again with people who have been through this for years. I also agree with this. There are things I would do. There's, I would have approached this differently. I would have tried a few different things to see if I could have had any success in in my case. Probably wouldn't have made any difference because the reality is, is that She wasn't the worst of the worst, so would I actually really been able to affect affect change? The only, you know, of custody is what I'm talking about. Um, And and or what I should have done is I kept trying to get her to stop playing the I'm going to move game. And in retrospect, I probably should have trusted what I thought was going to happen and what I was hearing, I mean, they didn't say it, but the, the underlying comment was, if you move, they weren't saying it this way, but the unspoken thing was, oh, you can move out of state, Pumpkin. You know, it doesn't mean you can take the kids with you. And I probably should have let it stay as a move away so that the report would have came back saying the kids stay with me. Now, the, re- the reality is, is when that would have, if had that had happened, more than likely she would have then changed her mind anyways. Well, I'm not going to move. I'm going to stay. Oh, okay, 50/50, right? Cuz they're not going to they wouldn't The sad part is is they would I do not believe that they would have said, "Well, you're being a a wonderful human being, and as a result of that, we're going to, you know, we think that you're creating problems." Now, I don't think they would have done that. But anyways, But I think a lot of us, after we've gone through this, we're like, oh, man, I fought the wrong thing. I focused my energy on the wrong stuff. I responded, I reacted to things in a way I wish I wouldn't have, that type of thing. Uh, Wooz says, you'll need a doctor's opinion to go against the opposing opinion. Otherwise, don't go to court. Now, and he just, <clears throat> there's a nuance, excuse me, to what he just said. You also need to understand that you're going to have your expert that says, you know, this is the way it's supposed to be. And then more than likely your ex is going to have their expert that is going to say, no, this is the way it's supposed to be. And then you're going to have conflicting, you know, you're going to have conflicting experts trying to, to battle it out. And to be honest, Judges really get annoyed about having to, you know, be involved in that. And they're going to pick a side and they're in that scenario. They're probably going to pick a side and then punish one of the other sides like, OK, fine. You guys are butt heads. I agree more with this person. They get full decision making next. So you just got to be careful. Jeremy says a court battle alone would be six months. Does your child need help immediately. Okay. I know we're going back to what the original topic was. That's a good point. And I'll say, okay, so the nuance is, is if it's something, let's say, let's see, I'm trying to to come up with the scenario or an, an idea. Okay. So let's say, Little Timmy has been diagnosed with cancer. Uh, this is so weird because I'm going to use a scenario that actually happened in my life with my uh, ex-family. Ex, uh, ex um, except they were both in agreement, right? So little Timmy had a problem, went for surgery thinking it was something else. They opened him up, opened little Timmy up, looked inside and went, oh, crap. This kid's got cancer everywhere. Closed him back up and said, You know, you need to go to an oncologist and they're like, no, we don't want to do that. We're going to, you know, we're going to do, uh, uh, you know, alternative medicine. So they started doing that. If let's say that's your scenario, you're divorced. Little Timmy has cancer. Doctor says, oh crap, he needs to go to a cancer doctor. The other parent says, nope, we're going to, you know, we're going to ground up fresh carrots and Mm -hmm. do carrot juicing. And, you know, God will heal him and you are, I shouldn't have said it that way because that could be maybe irritating to people, but, <clears throat> and you were like, no, F that, we need to get the little Timmy, the children's hospital or our Cedar cyanide or our Shriners or whatever immediately to try to work this. And one parent says no, and you say yes, and you don't have a lot of time, then you would need to file an emergency motion saying we need to get little Timmy into the appropriate doctor to try to save his life. And then I would say that would be the scenario. We're going for uh, immediate relief through the courts, through an emergency motion. That would be the time, time to do that. Jeremy went on to say, I have medical decision power and have to give all doctors orders So they know that prevents some of those issues. Yeah. If you have, um, I want to say if you have full decision making, yeah, obviously that would be a good thing. I would say potentially that could even work if you have 50, 50. That's like, Hey, look, you know, both parents have to agree. And before you do anything, you know, mom and dad both need to say, say, you know, yes. But it gets into a gray area because some of those people don't want to deal with it. Kate says, good morning, DSD and chat. Good morning to you, Kate. M goes on to say, now that I know, now that I know what I know, if I could go back in time, I would bring up the things that my ex did, like trying to make medical decisions behind my back into the criminal court, not family court. I don't know if you if that would help you, though. Depends. It depends on if there's a statute that is that makes that criminal. Now, uh, the the other problem is, is there are some like I know in Texas there's a law, uh, a a crime if you're interfering with child custody issues. Uh, but my understanding is, is it, it's very rarely used. But you, there would have to have been a a criminal violation that you could have gone to a district attorney and that they would be willing to prosecute against. You know, and if the answer is yes, then, you know, great. But, you know, that's the reason why a lot of times they um, abuse uh, essay, essay against, you know, the, the children comes up because those are crimes that will get investigated. You know, they're, they're mandatory report things. So it's a way for somebody who's trying to target. Now, granted, if someone's doing those things, fine if they're not and you're taking it out of context and you're trying to weaponize the criminal justice system and process and child protective services for, for a tactical advantage in court, you know, it, I mean, it makes things more complicated and the target is absolutely going to have to jump through flaming hoops to deal with it. We have people, I don't know if they're on today, but we definitely have folks who've had to deal with that. Um, it tends to blow up in their face after time though. But I, again, I mean, it's just, you know, it depends on, would anyone even take it? I mean, I guess you could, you could have, if you knew, you could have went and tried that and said, Hey, this is an issue. You know, statute one, two, three, four, five says this, um, this is what they're doing. You know, can you help me with it? Haven't heard that happening much. If anyone has, let me know. Cause that would be an interesting, uh, Interesting take on things. Tim says, after 14 times in court over five years with two lawyers plus pro se, I gave up on court as a way to solve issues. Yeah, again, the problem is, is that we go in there thinking, and we we were talking about this yesterday, we go into this, this thinking that our ex, our adversary, feels and processes things the same way we do. Meaning that if you're called out in court, you're going to be like, oh, no, I look like a dumbass. I don't want that to happen. I will not do this again. These folks love the fight. So for them, it's not, you know, the fact that they drug you into the mud is the victory for them. And it takes a long time. It took me a while to figure that out. I mean, running out of money helped. <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, it's just you beat your head against the wall and it's like, wait a minute. This person enjoys this. You know, I'm playing in their sandbox, you know, and I'm getting into it. I'm like, OK, let me get in, you know. Oh, I already read that one. Sorry, I guess I rolled up or you reset that. Oh, no, it's a new one. M says, if I could go back in time, I would actually file a criminal civil lawsuit. OK, that's three. Diff- that's two different things. So there's civil <laughs> because I'm dealing with a civil lawsuit right now. So there's criminal court, there's civil court, there's family court. So there's three separate things. Civil court's only going to cost you money. It's not going to go to jail for it. Oh, maybe that's what you mean. Maybe what you're saying is, is you would file. Hmm. Mm-hmm-hmm. Well, and that's kind of actually. That's kind of I think what you're saying is. That's the reason why I did the small claims court. And the reason I did small claims is because the number was below the threshold to go to civil. So that's why I did that because I did not want to go back to family court because that's just Pandora's box. And I only wanted this issue. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not talking about anything other than enforcement of this, you know, of the payments of these things. So, I mean, and I, and, and honestly, when I went in, they're like, why are you here? This should be in family court. I'm like, no, I don't have any questions about family court. It's not a family court issue. You know, it's, it's about money. She owes me money. She's not paying bills that are clearly stated. So I want a judgment, excuse me. And the main reason I did that was because it was like to mitigate risk, right? So I'm like, okay, I can drag her back to court, try to get this resolved, And while we're there, we can't reevaluate child custody, child support, you know, and everything else. Because that's typically what happens is is you go back to family court and it's like, Your Honor, while we're here, we heard that that Mr. Dwayne now makes a million dollars a year. So we want $500,000 a year in child support and alimony. You know, okay, pending more information, you are now ordered to pay that, you know, and I'm sitting over there and I'm being completely... Sarcastic, but you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Eleven kids. Hit the like, please. Help the channel. Thank you, sir, for that. I appreciate it. Uh bro <laughs> Professor Max. I love that name. And the rocker. Uh, that's funny. It says salute. Salute to you, sir. Uh, that's hilarious. I love your name. Uh Jeff <clears throat> says, finally catching a live stream. Thanks for your thanks for let's see if I can read English. Uh, thank you for doing this. I'm 14 months into a divorce process. You've been instrumental in me understanding what the last two decades have been and what it is now. Oh, Jeff, you're in the same boat as me. Two decades. That, this, this, a tough one, right? Cause that means you're going through that whole process of realizing like, oh my God, the last two decades <clears throat> was a lie. And I've been ignoring and making excuses for this for two decades, would be my guess, because that's what went through with me. Hang in there, man. This is not fun, but you will get through this. And you will be better for it in the long run. It does not feel like it right now, but it will. iTumbler says, DSD, oh my God, my ex is doing the same thing. As your ex with doctor slash therapist, fishing or shopping, these people are sickening. Oh yeah, and they follow the same, they follow the same process. Actually, it's kind of funny because um, the way I got around it, how did I get around that? I'm trying to remember. I we had somebody recommend. I know what it was. I think I know what it was. I think we. I even was going to entertain, let's go to marriage counseling There or not marriage counseling, let's go to co-parenting therapy. And I found somebody. No, I'm doing this backwards. I'm trying to remember how we found, oh, I know what it was. We asked the kid's pediatrician, hey, pediatrician, who do you recommend for our child, for little Timmy? for a psychologist slash therapist slash psychiatrist. And they recommended Dr. you know Dr. Smith. So we did that. And I figured, okay, you know, we have to fix somebody. So how do I, you know, how do I hedge the bets that we'll get a professional that and, and, and don't get me wrong, she absolutely tried to manipulate, you know, Dr. Smith. And uh, you know, the first meeting I did finally have with him, because he was not communicating with me. Was him telling me, well, you know, your little Timmy has an estranged relationship with his biological father that we're trying to deal with. And I'm thinking to myself, hey, asshat. To myself, I did not say that out loud. You know, I'm like, "Uh, okay. And then I just basically started asking questions. It's like, okay, well, have you seen the custody evaluation? Because there's some information in there, which I think demonstrates what's going on here. Have you seen our child? Because my son was, is disabled, so he had an individual educational plan. I'm like, did you see this IEP and the evaluations from the teachers that says he's a well-adjusted, you know, great kid? And you're saying he is severely depressed, you know, I mean, you know, this whole thing, you know, hates his father, yada, yada. Um, what's the – I was just like, so what is the time where you've had that type of diagnosis – And those issues did not roll over into school. And he's like, never. Okay, Dr. Smith, I'm willing to, you know, I'll, you know, I'm working with a therapist. If you want, I'll sign releases so you can work with them. So anything I need to work on, you can, you know, we can do and we can collaborate on that. But, uh, you know, that it might just be coming from the other parent. Maybe we should maybe we should try a thing to where I start bringing little Timmy in and see if you guys are seeing the same thing. You know, because maybe on that hour-long drive to you, maybe Timmy's getting prepped. And he's like, and it took about an hour. And he's like, okay, <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. You start bringing him in. <laughs> that, <laughs> when I told the ex that, that went over like a lead balloon. My point is, is that, what ultimately happened is, is when she realized, <clears throat> excuse me, when the ex realized, oh crap, this isn't going the way I wanted, then the kids miraculously didn't need to go to therapy anymore. Thank God she didn't use her 50-50 power to say, I have decided no. Um partly that was because the kids still wanted to do it. And uh again, I mean, as a you know, I mean, it would have made if we would have went to court, it would have made her look even stupider <clears throat> because she was you know, not, not, uh, making a, a great decision. Excuse me. All righty. M says, I remember when my ex was therapist hunting every, see, they all do it. Every single one told him that they are not going to report to the family court at all. He would get so mad. Oh, you know, and you're right. I'll tell you, I mean, even, even when we finally found, you know, a therapist that, that worked with the kids for years all, and ended up working with all three of the kids for a period of time, even when that therapist would say to me, you know, Dwayne, the kids would have been really better off if they would have been with you full-time. I'm like, you willing to write that down? No. I'm like, why are you even telling me this? You know, there was another time where it was kind of funny, the ex- You know, reached out to me, Dwayne, you know, Dr. So and so wants to talk to you. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I call up Dr. You know, therapist So and so. I'm like, hey, so what's going on? Dwayne, I just need to let you know things are really bad over there. Had moms. I'm like, yeah, I know. Well, I just think you should know about it you willing to write that down. Well, no. I'm like, then what can I do about it? You know, it's like, <clears throat> you know, if, if no one's going to help me to try to change custody, then I'm, I'm, the, what are you telling me? You're telling me something I already know. Okay. Yeah. You're validating my, the issue I've been trying to tell you for the last couple of years, but it doesn't accomplish anything. That was a frustrating day. You would think maybe I would have felt good that it was validating, but it was a frustrating day. Wooze says the dreaded child therapist. There's a special place in hell for these people. Just monitoring, mentioning the therapist gets me fired up this morning. Well, sorry about that, sir. I do know he and I have spoken, so I, I got more details on that. But yeah, he's he's uh, he was the. Actually, his ex was able to shop, find somebody who was was definitely on her side, but even with that, in his particular case, she still didn't move the needle spent a lot of money, but didn't move the needle y says i'm after, oh I'm running out of time." Uh, yeah, I've run into that many times, but only a couple of good ones. If you can find a good one, it actually is good. it is helpful for the for the ch- for the kids. M says weaponizing the therapist, I believe caused long term severe damage to my son because my ex would constantly be jumping and changing therapists and telling my son what to say in therapy. Yeah, and just demonstrating that that it's just it's not about him, and he could not develop a relationship with anybody. Yeah, that had to be a very trauma trauma. Producing, uh, so M goes on to say. So my son was never actually able to get the get help and therapy that he needed. Yeah, it sucks. Why he says to just another way to uh, for the next to sow disorder. Yep, absolutely and chaos. I right, tumbler's asked DSD any update on the lawsuit with your mom. Keep us updated. Uh, I kind of mentioned that earlier. Uh, the, the, basically I filed my demure, uh, with my two, two reasons why this is an illegal suit. Um, I've, I think all I needed was somebody to drop it in the freaking mail, but I used a process server, <clears throat> I had to spend a hundred bucks on that. And, uh, I can't get the, I can't get the service back yet. So I can file to say that, the, they were tried to be contacted. So. I don't know whether that's going to push back my my mid January court date but uh yeah that just adds a whole little extra little bit of stress onto things um that and that's been one of the reasons why I've been slow to jump back into the channel and stuff like that because I was dealing with that and it was it's been emotionally uh draining upon me so Tim says I was working for a hospital where my ex was not paying bills once in court. Uh, I once in court, once in court, I explained that I was on notice one more unpaid bill and I would be terminated. I'm curious if you add in what, what the outcome of that when you brought that up in court M says my ex and his spouse absolutely loved doctors and doctors appointments. I've actually never met people that go to the doctor more than them. Well, and sometimes what they do is they'll do it just because if you're ordered to pay part of the payment, they'll do it just so that they're extracting more money from you. I remember this is in the petty Dwayne days after I sued her in small claims court. You know, she uh, she it was funny cuz I had taken the kids to appointments and had all the medical and everything like that. So I had like $400 in in bills or whatever and she's like, Dwayne, you know, I've I paid for a prescription and your part of it is $20, so you owe me $20." And I'm like, "That's great. Well, I did this this and this and you know, you you know, and spent $400 and your half is $200 minus the $20, so you owe me 180, you know. You can pay me in unmarked small bills." <laughs> I actually still have all the checks. At one point, I was like, "I'm gonna." When she started to having to send me money, I'm like I'm gonna make a freaking mural on this, you know, put it into a poster board. I didn't. I haven't done that, but it was just little victory, little little tiny victory. Oh man, we are we are rapidly running out of time. Fifty-two. Oh, thank you guys. I just happened to look fifty-two people hanging out on the live stream, I really appreciate it. I hope you are finding some value from this, these discussions. I know this isn't the most pleasant topic. I know, let's tune into a morning show and talk about child custody issues and, and toxic divorces. Now, I will ask for you people that are hanging out, is, it, is this being helpful? Uh, I hope the answer is Yes. You will, you will have to let me know. And, I, and I'm slowly realizing that I created the channel member by, by, uh, banner, but I didn't create the scene to make it work. Dang it. I'm trying to, I'm, I'm brainstorming rapidly to see if I can figure something out. All right, I'm going to just scroll. You know what I'm going to do to, to expedite this? I'm going to search for all the folks that have tagged me so that I can catch anybody who, uh, who is trying to. Kate, four big little voices that asked me, says, am I the only Kate? I think when I mentioned Kate, I was talking about you. If there's another Kate, I did not see them. So, uh, And if you said something else and I missed a comment, I apologize. But when you popped in, I did see you. So April R. says, DST, I didn't see this one. April R. says, if a move away goes to court, they have to assume that the parent is moving and the court decides which parent the kids stay with. I did a move away in California. That is what my lawyer said. Yeah, exactly. And then the, the the advantage in that scenario is is with the parent that's not moving. If you've been in the same area for a long time. So like for me, my argument was doctors are here, support systems here, Friends are here. School teachers, all the relationships they've had that will help them through this are here. The ex's comment was, well, family is there. And the, the custody evaluator was like, uh, family in the state of California is considered mom and dad and the kids. Family is not considered cousins, grandma, all that kind of stuff. It's the main, it's the core family, not the extra family. Now, don't get me wrong. You could probably... And that's actually what they told my ex. They're like, you know, you need to update your reasons why it's in the best interest of the children to do that. And and you could, you know, if I was in her situation and I was trying to do a move away, I would have said, uh, you know, the school. I would have found schools where I wanted to go that were rated better. I would have found, <clears throat> you know, uh, I would have come up with a, a an argument why it would be better for the kids to deal with the, this trying time to be able to move. And the problem is is that it you're you're at the disadvantage of trying to to make that happen so and darn it, it it appears as though i have run out of time um and i will not i'll do the the channel thing tomorrow crap on that Thank you guys for hanging out with me on this Thursday, day four of the morning show. Uh, I'm dragging myself up out of bed to to hang out with you guys and then rush off to work. Remember that there is a podcast version of this, uh, Break the Cycle with DSD, that is located on all the podcast players that you enjoy. Obviously, the replay will be available on YouTube later. If you have questions that you would like me to try to hit for the topic for tomorrow's show, add them in the comments below. And if I can find one, I will add it and we will discuss it at the beginning of the tomorrow show. On that, have a great rest of your day. Hang in there. Don't let this crap drag you too down because that's what they want. All right, take care, guys. Catch you tomorrow.